0: It's the Mike Slater Show on San Diego's Talk, AM 760. My name is Lou Penrose. Sitting in for Mike Slater. Slater uh, out this week enjoying some time with his family and well deserved indeed. But it's good to be with you. Good to be uh, uh, sitting with Slater this week. Enjoy uh, Mike a lot and, uh, and enjoy uh, the Slater Crusaders in the audience. So I do hope that I do it justice. 800-765-362 is our telephone number if you want to get in on the discussion at any time. Uh, got to talk about this a little bit because, uh, frankly, there's so many mixed messages that are going on here in this story that, I, 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 I'm amazed that the debate is still raging, and that's the term that's the headline in Wall Street Journal on Saturday. debate rages over enhanced benefits. Big story in a San Diego Union Tribune today uh, that uh, San Diegans are lazy; they don't want to go to work. I mean, that's that's the bottom line of the story, right? Employee shortage is what they're saying. Can't find people to show up for work. County's opening up. We're still in orange. We're not yet in the yellow tier, which I've never been able to figure that out. We have better COVID numbers uh, than any other place in the state, uh, but yet we're still stuck behind Los, filthy Los Angeles County and filthy San Francisco County. Somehow those two places are cleaner than we are in San Diego. But, it, I mean, it amounts to their 50% capacity versus 75% capacity. All going to end on June 16th anyway. Uh, but... Nonetheless, uh, San Diego is opening up, green light to widely welcome back customers. People, there's a pent up demand. Everybody wants to go out and have a sit down dinner. Uh, They want to just get out uh, and enjoy themselves. So what's 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 wrong with that? Well, the problem is you need staff. San Diego is experiencing something of a perfect storm as it transitions into life under increasingly relaxed reopening rules, driven by rising vaccinations, and diminished infection rates. That, in turn, has unleashed a torrent of job openings, not only for restaurants and bars, but hotels, casinos, theme parks, other service industries uh, included at a time when enhanced jobless benefits remain alluring. So difficult it is to find cooks, dishwashers, servers, and bartenders that many pandemic-battered restaurants are forgoing lunch service, closing earlier than normal, or staying open fewer days a week because of the lack of manpower to serve the guests that they know are eager to eat out. Listen to this. A restaurant sent workers to approach my employees. They would say, how much are you making? 17 bucks an hour. I'll give you $19 an hour. If you come today, they don't even give two weeks notice. According to one owner who is now offering to pay $3 more an hour, than his previous average. So, literally, I was about to get to how to close my, my, my restaurant. Employees say they'll place ads across multiple online platforms. Uh, and if they're lucky enough to get a response, and they're getting few, if any, candidates will show up uh, for interviews despite offers of higher pay than before the pandemic uh, because of tantalizing signing bonuses. Signing bonuses to be a dishwasher. Listen to this cook and server positions. We will beat your current pay. All caps. Dishwashers get hired today starting at $20 an hour. Six-week six, six week contract. So guarantee $20 an hour. Plus a $300 sign bonus. Line cooks at the crossing in Carlsbad are getting a $300 signing bonus. They're, they're like baseball players. If they agree to work for $20 an hour for a minimum of six weeks. The reason for the disconnect between San Diego's still relatively high unemployment rate, 7%, and an abundance of unfilled positions are many. Okay, this is where it gets fun. I always like this part, where economists and journalists get together and try, well, what's going on here? I mean, we have people that are out of work. They want to go back to work. Uh, We have job openings. You know, bosses want them. People are—wages are going up. This is, by the way, a very good thing. This is—I'm a huge fan of the conditions right now that make work more valuable because that is, in fact, the way wages rise. So it's not bad when somebody says, how much are you making, $17? i will pay you 20 Come now. That's a good thing. That's good for you and me. Uh, many reasons why uh, there's an abundance of unfilled positions. Leading the list, say, a number of employers— Is the competition they're facing from the federal government, which is offering supplemental unemployment insurance benefits of three hundred dollars a week for laid off workers due to expire in September. In some cases, hourly workers find they can earn more money on unemployment than what they could returning to their former job. All right. Hard stop right there. Do you need to hear the other reasons that this may be happening? Because that, that's that's the leading reason, according to The Economist. That I could work and wash dishes for eight hours, or I could uh, just be here. Until September. And come out ahead. I could I could make gin and tonics uh at the bar, you know, from uh from you know six to two. Um which I like doing. And yeah, you know, martinis, I'm good at that. I can, you know, I'm a whiz with the shaker. I can make you know, old fashions, uh, frozen drinks, right? I'm a bartender. I can work and go in tonight and work, or I could stay here, uh, fix myself a martini, um, and make more. I mean, d- d- does anyone with a, with a working noggin think that obviously people would opt to not? Make more money? I mean, isn't this simple arithmetic? I mean, this isn't even economics. In the same article, on the same page of the same article, they're talking about how when somebody comes into your kitchen or goes to the back door of your kitchen staff and says, hey, how much are you making, $17? we will pay you 19 and give you a $300 signing bonus, but you have to promise to work for six weeks. Right? so 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 more money works, right? So that, that what's happening? There's competition among servers and dishwashers, and bartenders and in uh, and, uh, you know, kitchen staff, cooks. So money works, right? So so people are going across the street working for the other restaurant because that guy's offering 20 bucks an hour. Uh, my boss is giving me 17 dollars an hour. money works. But somehow, the fact that some of the people who are still unemployed, are getting more money from the federal government than they would be getting working. And so therefore, they're making that choice. That's elusive. That, that, that completely eludes them. Well, it could be a reason. I scratched my chin. According to an economist here in San Diego who did the calculation based on an average work week, 26 hours, restaurant workers who lost their job in early 2020 could earn $525 a week on unemployment and then you add in the extra 300 bucks, versus an average weekly earning of $452. $75 a week more to not work. It's $150, $300 a month more. So, I mean, this is just just not hard to figure out as uh, economists are scratching their head uh so now we get into the question of what what to do about it like how how do we go from here because the the benefits will run out in september and i suppose everyone's going to be like cool i don't have to be hot summer will be over i can have a fantastic summer i don't have to work at all i'm effectively on vacation until september and I'm, i'm actually doing better than i would be if i was working uh california state assemblywoman Lorena gonzalez uh, with, with whom I, I, I agree so rarely. But today, we're in full agreement. She said, this is a wonderful opportunity for businesses to do this. And I'll tell you what that is coming up next. Lou Penrose in for Mike Slater on San Diego's Talk, AM760. There's Mike Slater. Talking about the free I Radio app. All right, Slater Crusaders, we're together and we'll be doing this all this week. Lou Penrose in for Mike Slater on San Diego's Talk, AM 760. Good to be with you, talking about uh, this uh, story in San Diego about uh, an employee shortage. Uh, uh, while the nation is debating the effect that enhanced benefits have on The psyche of the American worker. I I, I mean, I just can't get over how deeply this is being discussed. Front page, Wall Street Journal. The country is in a striking predicament. Millions of unemployed and businesses that can't find enough people to hire at current wages. The mismatch has prompted several states, including Florida, Montana, and North Carolina, to tighten reporting requirements to receive unemployment benefits and deny payments to people who turn work. Down In some cases, states are ending access to federal pandemic unemployment insurance. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce called for an immediate end to the $300 a week jobless supplement. Quote, the disappointing jobs report makes it clear that paying people not to work is dampening what should be a stronger jobs market. That, according to the chief policy advisor, Neil Bradley, over at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Is it really that confusing? I mean... I don't have an MBA, but I had an I had a lemonade stand. I mean, th- this is really hard to figure out. Assemblywoman uh, Lorena Gonzalez represents the 80th Assembly District here in San Diego. She says restaurant operators should not be surprised that they're having a hard time finding cooks. She points to a recent UC uh, San Francisco a study, which found that among working age Californian line cooks had the highest risk of dying during the pandemic. Cooks, she says, who are overwhelmingly Latino, make up the highest excess mortality rate than any other profession last year. And people wonder why workers think twice before returning to these jobs. To build a stronger economy as we recover from the pandemic, it's time to have a serious discussion about valuing service work and paying workers a living wage. You know what? Bingo. I agree with her. I, I can't believe it, but I, I think that woman Lorena Gonzalez is spot on right. She's absolutely right. In fact, we reached out to her earlier today to see if she wants to come on and, and celebrate the fact that she and I agree, uh, but also get, you know give, give voice to what she just said, because I, I think she's absolutely right. Every once in a while, workers get to win one, too, you know, uh, and the conditions are that work is more valuable today than it was yesterday. This is the way this works. It doesn't matter what what job. but let's use the cook in the restaurant, right? A a cook, uh, the, the wage for a cook in a restaurant is not static. It's dynamic. What do I mean by that? Well, you're seeing the economic lesson play out. Getting paid $17 an hour to cook for eight hours in a hot kitchen in San Diego. Is it now, is, does his job pay $17 an hour? No. The value of his time is set today at $17 per hour. Because as a laborer, time is all you have. I mean, time and skill, and then depending on your level of skill. So if somebody knocks on the door, Lou, hey, how you doing? Good, working. How much are they paying you? $17 an hour. If you come to my restaurant and work, I'm going to pay you $20 an hour. The, the, the value of my time just went up by $3 an hour. That's that Now that is what the job pays. They're not overpaying me. I wasn't being underpaid before. The demand for my labor causes my wage to rise. Right, we, Bosses don't give raises and don't, you know, uh, you know Effectively suspend raises by, you know, or, or lower pay by suspending raises. That's it, not the way it works. Your wages rise as a result of the demand. If there are sixteen cooks looking for a job, the guy across the street would not be asking offering nineteen or twenty dollars for a seventeen dollar an hour hour cook job. There aren't. So hooray! This is a good day to be a cook. This is a good day to be a chef. This is a good day to be a server. This is a really good day to be a dishwasher, I guess, in Carlsbad with a $300 signing bonus. The advantage now is, and this is a rare occurrence, and it's not going to last, but hooray, uh, for working people, advantage in. You're valuable. They need you. They need you so much that your wages are rising to lure you in. So this is, in fact... How, how wages rise. And I, I think it's a good thing. Now, you, I know what you're thinking. Lou, the cheeseburger is going to be $16 now. I mean, we, we can't afford to be paying people, you know, $20, 21 $22 an hour. What do you think that's going to happen to the prices on the menu? You're absolutely right. I, I suspect that the cost of delivering, uh, you know, your black and blue cheeseburger with a side of fries and coleslaw are, is going to be affected by what it's costing that manager to hire the cook at $19 an hour and a $300 signing bonus as opposed to $17 an hour. I get it. There there likely will be some bit of an impact, but that is what it is. There was no other way your cheeseburger was going to be served to you if we didn't pay the server, the cook, and the dishwasher a buck or two more per hour. Now, I don't think your burger is going to go up $9.00. As opposed, you know, as a result of paying the three people involved uh, in getting that cheeseburger in front of you at the diner, three bucks each. uh, It's just going to what's going to happen is what you would expect to happen. Some of it will be absorbed by the business. Some of it will result in more burgers being served because there'd be people there moving faster. So, uh, you know, the, the business may expand. You may have to pay a little bit more for your burger. And then, by the way, if you don't want the burger because it's too expensive, you don't go to that restaurant anymore. And then, boom, everything goes back down again. So, you know, it's not a terrible thing, you know, and I'm not a, you know, I don't consider myself a labor advocate uh, in the traditional sense of a a pro-union guy. But I am an advocate of working people. And the conditions are now such that and and it's somewhat convoluted we'll get into this next uh, on the uh, how the, the the you know the federal government shouldn't be involved in this equation but they are right now uh, and you know it's going to matter for all a goodly number of weeks further i don't see this thing being extended beyond september but you know while the federal government is mailing people checks to stay home to people like my niece who haven't worked in a year up in brentwood uh, and she has more money in her you know, uh, weekly and monthly you know, column than she's ever had when she was working, and what do you expect people to do? So the, you know, human nature is not going to compel you uh, to take a job, which what was the numbers here that the Economist did? Take a job that pays $452 a week when you can sit home and make $525 a week. You'll just wait until that $525 a week check stops coming, and then you'll go back to work that's never I mean I, I don't see if you think that people just because you know well I mean work is ethical and sitting at home opening the envelope not as ethical if you think that's going to change you're living in fantasy land obviously people uh, will do what is best for them now I, I would I would argue that they you know the, the guy that's working today and not sitting at home getting a check, he's going to be better off come September than the person that's been sitting around for a year not working and has to go out and look for a job when the day that those checks stop coming. There's going to be a huge rush to go get the jobs, and there's not going to be as many jobs uh, as, uh, as there are people lining up to, uh, to work for them. Uh, but uh, that's not what's happening today. Uh, so today, as we sit here in May in San Diego, the value of workers is quite high and what it costs to get somebody to show up and cook your hamburger uh, or park your car or wash your dishes at a restaurant or, or pour you a gin and tonic uh, is more valuable than it was yesterday, and I, I can only see that as a good thing. I think that's an absolute good thing, and uh, I can't believe that the, the assemblywoman and I are in 100% agreement, but, uh, but she's right. She's, she's right. It, it's not, if you want people to show up to work, you got to pay more now. The advantage is on the laborer. They now hold all the marbles because you can't you can't run the business without people working here. And as I said, every once in a while, you know, working people get to win one too. 800-765-362, 800-765-362. And by the way, um, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm a registered Republican. I worked for Republicans, spent a lot of time with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. They're a huge ally and pro business and you in favor of deregulating and, you know, throwing the yoke of government oversight off the shoulders of the business community. I'm, I'm in favor of all those things. Having said that, a little bump in the payroll is not going to devastate the business. I mean, not when we're talking about going from $17 an hour to $19 an hour. Yeah, that's, that's it's, it, 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 it is, it's a huge difference for the cook. But it's not going to devastate the diner. Trust me. A little secret. Eight hundred seven sixty five three six two. Lou Penrose, info Mike Slater on the Mike Slater Show on San Diego's Talk. Hey, you've heard us talk about it, but we're very excited about it. We created this iHeartRadio Radio app just so you can put us in your pocket and take us everywhere you go. Your favorite station, like San Diego's Talk AM seven sixty. All your music, all your podcasts, and more. It's free wherever, whenever. Now in your home, listening to your favorite station is as easy as asking Alexa. Alexa, put on mics later. How easy is that? Also, it streams on Sonos and Roku. Uh, and hundreds of other platforms. It really is fantastic. Download the iHeartRadio app today and enjoy. You'll see exactly what I mean. All right. Uh, now, there are consequences to uh, everything. I mean, it's particularly in economics, all, far too often unintended consequences uh, of, uh, of government involvement. But the reality is we've been talking about uh, the uh, workforce shortage or the worker shortage in the workforce here in San Diego in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and that has caused uh, cooks and dishwashers and servers and bartenders and a lot of the folks in that industry uh, to be hot commodities. uh, I read this ad to you, cook and server positions. We will beat your current pay. Dishwashers get hired today, $20 an hour to start for a minimum of six weeks, $300 signing bonus for line cooks uh, at the crossings in Carlsbad. Uh, So, hey, salad days for those that carry trays. Look at that, Luke Penrose. Uh, But it does come at a cost. I mean, these things have consequences. uh, And the I word is starting to show up on the front pages of papers across the country. Inflation, you hear about it a lot. We haven't had to worry about inflation like since the 70s. So anybody that's under the age of 40 has no idea that actually prices can go up. They thought that the dollar menu would always be there. They thought it was great that you can get a McDouble for a dollar or you can get three tacos for a dollar, right? I mean, I mean the, the, uh, literally, uh, the, everybody under the age of 40 thought that the 99-cent store would always be there and that, you know, you, things would be this cheap. Over the age of 40, maybe you're, you're a little young, 40 to 50, but at 50, you certainly remember the prices where people were not buying meat because they couldn't afford it. Prices of, of, of uh, you know, ground beef, what on the East Coast they call chopped meat. It was like through the roof. People were checking prices. Now you go to the store. It's like, what do you guys want? Well, we're grilling. What do you got? Go with the New York strip. You just grab the steak that you want. You grab the fish that you want. You do want to do chicken cutlets. You just grab it. Nobody's looking at meat prices in the grocery store. Well, they are today. And if you haven't, you've, you've, you've gotten the sticker shock. I just went to Costco with my wife on Saturday. You wouldn't believe the cost of bacon has skyrocketed and it's not because some container ship is stuck in the Suez canal price tags on consumer goods from processed meat to dishwashing products have risen by double digit percentages from a year ago that according to a Nielsen IQ freezers and dishwashers white goods lawn and garden products all costlier Costco says uh uh, razor blades and cotton pads are uh, on the top of the typical groceries that have gone up in price more expensive than usual. People are switching from buying fresh fruit and vegetables uh, to frozen ones because they're less expensive and last longer. Uh, yeah. Have you seen how much apples cost? I don't know what's going on with the apples. My kids, I mean, they, they uh, have three boys and the apples, the one thing that works across all platforms, I can get all of them to eat like a half slice of apple. And I, I figure if I can get a half an apple into each of them every day, at least once, it offsets all of the Cheez-Its that they seem to consume. By the way, Cheez-Its going up as well. Kellogg's, the maker of Frosted Flakes, Cheez-Its, and Pringles, said on Thursday that the higher cost for ingredients, labor, and shipping... Shipping? Where do Pringles come from? Are those brought in from overseas too now? High costs of shipping are pushing uh, other food makers to raise their prices. We haven't seen this kind of inflation in many, many years. That according to the chief executive officer, Steve Kalani. Warren Buffett, you know him, Berkshire Hathaway, right? One of the richest men in the world, big investor, drives a car in Nebraska. Uh, Omaha CEO of uh, Berkshire Hathaway said... uh, During his uh, annual meeting this month that the economy is experiencing a substantial ramp up in prices. We're raising prices because people are raising prices on us. That, according to Buffett, it's an economic reality that's uh, red hot and we weren't expecting it. We'll learn later on this week. uh, I understand that uh, we'll know more about the Consumer Price Index. It's a leading economic indicator that will let us know if we're in inflationary times. But. And people are definitely noticing already. I, I have noticed it myself. Uh, the price, the cost of uh, food is going to go up. And if the cost of food doesn't get you, uh, if you're able to navigate around that, uh, which we all are, by the way. I mean, I didn't buy the bacon. So it's sitting there on the shelf at Costco. And now, know what I'm doing now? Now I'm looking because I have three boys. I mean, the consumption of things like bacon in this house is through the roof. I mean, I make breakfast around here. The whole house smells like a St. Louis IHOP with the amount of bacon they eat, but not at these prices. So now, now we know what. Now we have to look for the circulars. Now we're going back to the coupons. Right? Who's got who's got bacon on sale? Then that's where we're going to have to go. So I mean, it's you know, it's, as as prices go up. Particularly grocery store items, we have a little bit of leeway in that we can make choices, we can do different things. You heard that one woman say that she's buying frozen vegetables as opposed to fresh vegetables. They get into the farmer's market thing. Uh, My mom uh, worked in a grocery store most of her life, uh, so I know a little thing or two about the way the whole grocery store world works. Uh, One week, things are unbelievably inexpensive, and then the next week, they are... uh, outrageously expensive, but the exact same, you know, bananas at the grocery store next door are on sale. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, marketing tools, I won't call them tricks, that take place in the world of grocery uh, that, you know, if you keep a sharp eye, you can still get through that experience and get through that cash register without getting killed. But you may have to make a second trip or keep your eye out. So we can navigate. Right. The, the, the inflationary prices and, and the way, you know, we still get dinner on the table and not have it upset completely the apple cart. The one thing that we can't do uh, is affect the price of petroleum. That one will that that one will hurt because it, it doesn't matter. You, you can't do anything about that. I've, I've talked about this before. It's just a very simple rule in in the world of of economics. If you have something, a truck brought it to you. If you have something, a truck brought it to you. I don't get I don't I that. Don't I mean, I'm looking at a laptop. The laptop's on top of a desk. Truck brought the desk. I'm sitting in a chair, an office chair. The truck brought the office chair. Uh, what Food, right? The apples I talked about, truck brought it. Lumber, truck brought it kitchen plates truck brought it I'm looking around the you know, pictures on the wall frames truck brought it the car that you drive the truck brought the car so if you if you got something a truck brought it uh, did I sufficiently make it clear so uh, you know that truck goes to the same pump that you go to and when you see the you know price at the pump now you know, well into the fours with no end in sight, and you have an administration that's not looking at reducing the price of petroleum, not looking at expanding American you know, independence on, on fuel. And frankly, they seem at the very least as passionate with the cost of the pump. Uh, and sometimes I think they're rooting for that price to go up because they have some fantasy that I'm not going to drive my car anymore because of Greta Thunberg. Anyway, uh, you know, th- that is where it's going to bite. That's where I think the biggest pain is going to come. And unfortunately, that, that's uh, woefully unnecessary. I mean, we, we don't have to have high petroleum prices uh, in California and, and throughout the United States. The price of meat and eggs and bacon and milk and all that other stuff, that's going to ebb and flow. Uh, but um, the, par- the price of delivery of those things shouldn't, have, shouldn't need to be as impacted uh, as they are. But you get what you vote for. In America, you get what you vote for in California. You get what you vote for in San Diego. 800-765-362, 800 uh, So the inflation numbers, I was going to talk, you heard Sully. Sully filled in uh, for Mark Larson today, earlier today. We were trying to reach him on Friday to have him on my um, show over across the hall on our sister station, AM600 Kogo. I'll ask Friday to kind of talk with us about this, because he knows more about this than anybody I know. Uh, he is uh, on top of these, these questions and these issues, and we may reach out to him to give us a better understanding over. But where, I mean, is there, is there literally an intersection between the demand for workers in San Diego, the shortage of workers, which, again, simple economics, demand exceeds its supply, prices rise. So the demand for workers exceeded the supply of workers, so the price of the worker, his wage, her wage, rises. Good thing. Uh, inflation, and that's uh, that, that seems to be lingering out there, but it's already showing up, at least at the grocery store, and we're seeing signs of it, and you, you've you experienced it. I've experienced it. And then the impact of this... I laugh at this headline. Debate rages over enhanced benefits. This... this uh, debate, I guess, that some are having in Washington, D.C., wondering if paying Americans to stay home more money than they could be making working, if that's having any, you know, dampening impact uh, on the labor force, question mark. So if there's some kind of cross cross section between those three questions, and we'll continue to sort that out for you uh, over the days and weeks to come. 800 760 5362 is my telephone number. If you want to get in on this discussion, I do have time uh, to take some of your telephone calls, and we'll do that next on San Diego's Talk AM 760. Luke Penrose in for Mike Slater on the Mike Slater Show. Is that my bumper music? That's a different but i like it hey you know what Slater can have any bumper music you want iheart is the number one choice speaking of music iheart radio number one choice for music and radio and podcasts all in one no one makes it easier to hear everything you love one free app you got to be one of the tens of millions that have downloaded it then you know what i'm talking about if you're not join the party and download the free app do it while it's free i don't know how long they're going to be doing this stuff you know on the comes so uh and don't be like these people paying subscriptions when you can just do it for free. And, and no, no one has more music than I heart. With all the artists, I mean, it's good to be number one. 800-765-362 is my telephone number. My name is Lou Penrose. In for Mike Slater uh, on San Diego's Talk, AM 760. I'm reading some more of these, uh, I mean, some of these ads uh, that are uh, everywhere. Indeed.com, Craigslist, Bulging with Listings of job postings to bring people to work here in San Diego. Nationally, Indeed.com posted uh, for the food service industries. postings for the food service industry are up more than 20% compared to February of 2020 last year, a month before the onslaught of the pandemic. The current volume of posts is at the highest since March of last year, according to the company, while Indeed was able to break uh, out restaurant job listings for, where we're unable to break out the listings for syndico county overall postings in the metro area 34% higher than they were February 1st of last year. Employment in restaurant and bars has clearly stated started a rebound as state prescribed indoor capacities have increased with full reopenings expected by June 15th when California officials will end the stupid color-coded tiered system. So uh, this is is clearly on its path to continuing uh, for quite some time and uh, I, I'm not going to be one of these people that's out there saying, look, this is terrible. This is this is inflated. Uh, this is going to spike the cost of my grilled cheese sandwich and my French dip uh, and it's going to make everything unaffordable. Th- that that doesn't have to be the case. I, I, I choose to take it as a good thing that people that work and I've worked in a restaurant. So many of you have too. it's work. Real work. Uh, you know, the fact that there's a shortage of people that want to do that work right now means that each and every one of them is more valuable. So their day should reflect their value. And, you know, if their day was $17 an hour, uh, tomorrow that day is $19 an hour. And that's just the reality of it. And hey, you know, good for them. I cannot believe that Lou Penrose and California State Assemblywoman. Lorena Gonzalez are on the same page on this one, but we are. I don't know how much longer it's going to last, though. I really do think that this um, pandemic insurance uh, thing uh, coming to an end in September, it's going to have a huge effect uh, on people. Like I said, I referenced my niece. So my niece lives in Brentwood up by Beverly Hills. Why she would choose to rent an apartment up there, I have no idea. Uh, but that's what she wants to be. Uh, she is in the uh, fashion industry. She does uh, high-end hair cut. I don't know. Like high-end cut and color, I guess. Which is, I guess, why she's there. Uh, but uh, she was had been working for a salon and then uh, started to go in a different direction. She was working at a place called Dry Bar. Do you know what Dry Bar is? Guys shaking their head. No one, no guy has ever heard of Dry Bar. L- literally, this is a place where girls go and get their hair blow-dried. Not, They don't get a cut colored style. They just blow dry their hair. Women do this. They make an appointment to go get their hair blow dried. They don't take a shower or anything. They just blow dry their hair. And they make good money. So uh, she was working at Dry Bar in Brentwood before the pandemic. And then the pandemic hit and they sent everybody home. And months, weeks became months. uh, And right, beauty shops weren't opening. And then what was happening? Uh, Beauty shops were going to be allowed to open outside to conduct everything except blow drying, it was illegal to blow dry your hair even outside. It was like September, October, and I talked to my niece. I said, "Look, uh, if your entire profession is blow drying women's hair and nothing else, uh, and the state is allowing people to get you know, get their hair done outside, and they can do everything—color, cut, you know, uh, curl—but you can't blow dry." I don't see your industry coming back anytime soon. I I see your industry being the absolute last. I mean, if if the thought is the blow dryer is causing people to get COVID. So maybe you might want to consider at least temporarily a career change. And uh, she didn't, but you know what? The unemployment checks didn't stop. And she qualified for every conceivable stimulus check, $1,400 here, $600 there. And then, and then the increased pandemic insurance. And I was talking with, I mean, she literally is doing rents paid for like many, three months. They deferred her car payment. So she had that money saved up. I mean, she manages her money well, but more money was coming in as a result of her being unemployed because she was a professional blow dry girl. Then it, there was ever a consideration for her to go see, well, maybe I should drive for Uber. Maybe I should drive for DoorDash. Maybe I should go work at CVS or go load boxes at the FedEx. No, she. I mean, of course, as long as the checks are going to come in. She's been focusing on other things. She is looking at, you know, uh, educate, investing in her education going forward. But there was no pressure. There was no rush. There was no sense that she was going to be evicted. There's no sense that she was going to be bankrupt. Because those checks came in. So and, until those checks stop coming in, and that becomes a very politically difficult decision for this administration because it'll, you lose a lot of friends when you say no more money, uh, I don't think uh, the uh, labor shortage is going to end anytime soon. been good to be with you. I'll be back with you tomorrow right here on San Diego's Talk, AM 760. Luke Penrose in for Mike Slater on The Mike Slater Show. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.